Oui, des songs quand même. Sur son sign. I guess we're off. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually start. Oh, yes. I thought that was a false start. Okay, so, no. so we're in. Hello, welcome along to the, to the worst idea of all time podcast with me, Guy Montgomery, and me, Tim Bat. Uh, a podcast in which we watch and review grown ups to once a week for a year. This is our thirty-first episode. <laughs> uh, welcome to any of our new listeners. It sounds a little crazy on paper <laughs> when you lay it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, but we're here, uh, and we've got. Uh, we have to acknowledge we do have some new listeners uh, yeah. who have come along, courtesy of a shout out we got from. How did this get made? That's how the jingle goes. That's good. Uh, <laughs> they very generously just noticed that we were doing it, and so Paul Shear mentioned us. That's a that's that's the biggest deal. That was big for me. Huge. That was very huge for me. Also, exciting and if satisfying I had won moment. A Google Run <laughs> competition for podcasts, where it was like um, you got a ten thousand dollar first place prize. Yeah, and we won that. <laughs> I would still be more stoked with the shout out from Paul Shear. There's, <laughs> there's a there's a look of earnest. There's an earnest look in your eyes, Tim, and I can really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, thanks for and 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 everyone on how it means a lot. Made. It means about it means about ten thousand dollars to us. You yeah, pretty, you pretty much at least, yeah, at least which like is, at a minimum, which is insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds insane. It's a lot of money. It's a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, so so here we are. Uh, we've just watched the movie for the. Oh, so thanks, thanks, and welcome. Obviously, a lot of you are American, which I'm very excited about. We can see where you're from on our. On the stats, and there's a lot of Americans coming in, getting on board. We're like so, the GCSB yeah, of our own that's right. podcast. There's someone at the door. What are you looking at? I'm just looking around the room. <laughs> okay. It's a, lot, it's, a good, it's a good room. We're in Tim's lounge. He's got a lot of cool stuff going on. There's a picture of Tim. There's two pictures of Tim in his own lounge. There's one of him looking looking down on... That's absolutely true. That's the weird thing. A really nice headshot of Tim looking down on everyone saying, what is that? Saying that speech bubble? Um, voting is sexy Voting is sexy And it's above the fireplace It's got like prime position That's where you'd put The best painting you have And you guys have just got a picture of you <laughs> Timbat propaganda <laughs> It is very propagandarist guy. It's it's like a Kim Jong-il shot I went out shopping one day To yeah. the supermarket and came back And they're all Worshipping the fireplace <laughs> And I don't know what the what the what? fuck was going on? Your flatmates so, were worshipping the fireplace. Yeah, yeah, they were worshipping the fireplace on their hands and knees. And so I came and started worshipping with them. <laughs> and then I think Nick poked me and he goes, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> and pointed up and I looked up and that fucking picture of me was nailed to the wall. <laughs> it's quite confronting. Shit, yeah. I had no idea. And what happened What happened then? next then i got real scared because the landlord probably doesn't want us putting nails in the wall yeah but when the landlord sees the picture they'll probably understand what's going on here he they'll saw know it. who's in charge now he, <laughs> he came around he saw it but he may have just like glossed over it because I, I don't know if he was paying too much attention to the fact ask, was, that it's nails he was probably intimidated by it if you ask me <laughs> he probably took one look at it and then quickly turned his head because he didn't want any more details 
He, the funny thing is, he only saw it so quickly he can put him. I was the only guy in the house. I saw it through, <laughs> so maybe you're right. He saw it. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute, is that, is, is that the guy that just opened the. Is it you? <laughs> oh my god, you're the guy. And then freaked out. He doesn't want to take on the Fuhrer. He was like, gee, gee. <laughs> do you just put these up with the flatmates go out <laughs> and then when they come back do you put put the normal pictures back up do you <laughs> nope <laughs> this is what you do when it's just you at home you just put some pictures up of yourself walk around the place positive affirmations <laughs> you can do it Tim <laughs> go get him tiger and it's five o'clock rolls around it's you take the, take the posters back down <laughs> it's all gotten very <laughs> wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That one I think I was going to burn. That's a good it was one. in the fire, the fire pile. Mm. Or in the recycle. It was somewhere. I threw it out and the flatmates found it and then came back. that one up. It's like you're respawning. Yeah. <laughs> for everything you try and throw away to come back yeah uh, anyway so we've watched the movie <laughs> Growing Up Suits it's a great movie I've compiled a list of things I thought during the movie uh, so we need to explain you can, you can explain, explain that Tim that guys have been taking notes through the entire movie because the last couple we've been a bit amazed about that <laughs> And he's, he's, he's been sure to include a, a very large level of detail. <laughs> and it's laid out on his MacBook here. Can I, can I before, you, before you lay it to waste, can I please explain at least what I was trying to capture uh, with, this tech setup, <laughs> with the text edit document I've created? <laughs> uh, so I was pretty much... Because we always sort of scatter our thoughts down somewhere during the movie. Uh, and I was doing it on the computer. And then while Tim was doing a technical setup, which was taking a little while, my mind was wandering. And I was looking at the document and I thought... To make it easier for us, I'll try and arrange it into sort of an easy-to-use guide to what we should touch on during the podcast. Uh, and I've gone into some level of detail. <laughs> I've used different font sizes. Uh, I've attached quotes from the internet. I've put a big picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger with the sun in a urinal. Um, You've ensured that the important bits are in bold? <laughs> yeah. And so um, I've, I've got that ready for us. <laughs> I think there's a hyperlink on here. So but, it just... <laughs> it looks like digital chicken scratch for me. It just... It doesn't make any fucking sense. There's no, like, rhyme or reason. Do you, to, do you want me to... It looks... I said this earlier, but it looks like the cave drawings of the retarded. <laughs> it is... Honestly, it's actually really good. So, go to the top. This is... 
It's just like, it's like, you know, in movies when they stumble into the really psycho dude's house and he's got newspaper clippings of everything. That's what this is. Look, this, that, if it's you just this give level me, of fucking like, you just this give, dude's insane and going to kill someone. If you just give me, me and my cave drawing one shot, we're going to do the best damn podcast you've ever experienced, bud. Uh, okay. Come on this journey with me. <laughs> Words on here as well, like... Oh, they, they, I guess they make sense. They don't seem to, though. No, this is this is why it's so good. Is because to anyone else, this document. <laughs> to anyone else, bro, this is why this is why it's so much. Is that you are the only other person who could possibly understand the contents of this document, <laughs> <laughs> and you've just laid it completely to waste in front of my very eyes. <laughs> You're the only other person in the world who could possibly have understood what was going on here. And you just said, mate, this looks like you've picked up a piece of wood and just scratched it on the ground for a while. Do you think that it would be possible for you to read it in the morning, kind of as a new person? like from Probably not with the same separate. confidence that I could read it now, but uh, I'd say... I think, I think you're going to enjoy it. So this bit here, it's all right. We got a letter. So what you said, you told me huge letters. Yeah, because I can remember it. It's just, it's like there's a lot of small text around it. So it, <laughs> when you kind of just glance at the page, you go, <laughs> "We got a letter." <laughs> You're doing an Adam Sandler impersonation while reading that. Anywho, we should go into the contents of it. I don't want to shoot the messenger if the messenger's got a dope message. Well, they do. You told me about this message. I haven't actually read it. I copied and pasted it without looking at it. Oh, from where? From We got it on Facebook from oh. some guy. We've oh. Helped. oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I know what this is. Okay, great. Ooh, it took a long time to get to what this is. Okay, cool. Um, so we got a message from one of our Facebook fans, which is cool. I don't want to call them Facebook fans. I want to say people who have liked our group on the Facebook you might fucking hate us. We can I just, call, we can just call them friends or fans. We haven't really had this conversation. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, okay, our, you say friend of the podcast. That's what, a cool thing to say. Friend of the podcast. Uh, it seems overly, overly congenial. <laughs> I think it's, it's too much. I don't think if anyone listens to this, then we could be their friends. So a friend of the podcast wrote us, and I can't pronounce their name because there's a lot of what looks to me to be (laughs) Russian characters in it, possibly Korean. They could go either way, eh? They could be Korean. Maybe I'm too ignorant on the matter to possibly guess. It looks slightly Arabic. I'm not sure what language that name is. It's not important. What is important is the contents of the... I will read the letter, which arrived just a day or two ago. Oh, Okay. I've been listening to your podcast for about a week now. Got through all the episodes fast. English is not my first language. (laughs) And although it's been years since I started learning it, I've found it is sort of a bouquet of various accents, all understandable to me to various degrees. And yours is quite interesting. (laughs) That's all one sentence with some commas in there to let you break. And the next sentence goes, I've been getting used to... I've been getting used to the New Oh fucking hell, okay. I've been getting used to the New Zealand accent thanks to you guys now. I have lost the ability to read, right? That's terrifying. <laughs> Next sentence. I can have a crack at reading. 
What I'm trying to say is not only is your podcast entertaining, it is also educational in many spheres of life. Who would have known Connecticut was a state indeed? Not me, but I know that now. Thanks to you. Loving your podcast. Keep up the good work. I hope this was the right place to message you. That is such a lovely message. The idea that someone... Unspeakably cool. The fact that someone would use this to help them learn a language is frankly worrying and also really humbling. Uh, yeah, I'm touched and worried too on both of those so, things. Thank you very much. Um, so you, and that's, that explains the we got a letter big heading ahead lined up for you there, Tim. Because it got me all misty. <laughs> all misty, yeah, Tim. All misty. <laughs> um, what else do you want to delve into on your... <laughs> Chalkboard, mentally <laughs> insane. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to do, dude? This is, this is like a, a fucking magic eye. Like you'd have to be very like squinty to see into this one to see the real picture. Well, what we could do, we'll we'll upload the the document to the Facebook page. Um, after the podcast and you can have a lot of look inside <laughs> um, I haven't really reread it yet it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty alright <laughs> I mean it's going to look weird to you but um, <laughs> I can stand by it I can, I can, if I had to do a PowerPoint presentation with it tomorrow morning I could explain everything <laughs> in good conscience <laughs> Um, what do you want to do first, Steve? <laughs> Steve Bushimi Mystery Tour or Patty Schwartz Party Time? What uh, a great sentence to be able to say. Uh, hey. Those are good options. Hey, Guy, um, what do you want to kick off with today? Do you do you want to start with the Steve Bushimi Mystery Tour or would you rather rather get into it first off with Patty Schwartz Party Time? That is so good. What an awesome option. If you wake up in the morning and someone walks into your bedroom and they go, Good morning. How would you like to start your day? The Steve Bushimi Mystery Tour or the Patty Schwartz Party Time Experience? <laughs> I reckon that would be even better than that because you'd be in a hotel and it's like when you scored some sweet deal on a, like a holiday website. You and your mate are there. You got separate rooms because you got some great deal. And he like kicks the door into your room and bursts in. And he's like, "Hey, man, what do you want to start the day with? Stupid shimmy mystery tour, or do you want to hit bench watch party time?" Like you're just like, "Oh, fuck, yeah, <laughs> let's fucking do it. <laughs> let's get." Into and then whatever it. you choose that. Steve, Steve Bushimi And if you say Steve Bushimi mystery tour, Steve Bushimi walks through the door and says, "Well, come on, let's go. Let's do it." Overdue's Patty Schwartz party time. Patty Schwartz shows up in a helicopter next to the hotel, throws a rock through your window, jumps through, scoops you up in his arms, jumps back into the helicopter, and flies you to a penthouse party in Las Vegas, Nevada. There's <laughs> also a pretty cool option. <laughs> That'll do, <be> Peg. <laughs> okay. So- <laughs> Uh, so I'm saying that Steve Buscemi mystery tour is us trying to figure out what one of the characters in the film has had done to him in the first film which despite the fact that we've now seen Grown Ups 2 32 times we haven't seen Grown Ups 1 ever either of us mm. um, so something happened to Steve Buscemi's character in the first film and we're trying to fill in the blanks now here are our clues it put him in a cast that strung his arms up in the like touchdown formation for like a year and a half 
and also he had um, was it forty percent feeling in his body? Yeah, forty percent of time. Forty percent feeling in his body. So, <laughs> guy and I tried to put our medical hats on and try and deduce what uh, that's, that's what right. could possibly cause that <laughs> kind of an injury. And, and what what did you posit? Just in, what were the cliff Rock, notes last time? Chris what? Rock tackled him directly <laughs> from behind and caused quite significant nerve damage when he dislocated a vertebra. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's not bad. It would be pretty aggressive for Chris Rock to do that, but I mean, uh, uh, medically, I think it sort of checks out. <laughs> yeah, it's all there. It is all there. Okay. So that was last week. So n- do I get to do a guess now? Yeah. Okay. I got a, <laughs> I got a theory. Yeah. Um, I'm, only, I'm just compiling this now in my mind, but I'm going to use some of my, my reference points here on the document, if you don't mind. Yes. Um, so what happened is because in this film Grown Ups 2 uh, four of the characters the four main characters they all have to jump off Suicide 35 at some point they're made to by the frat boys you know this <laughs> you, you're familiar with this, this is, so this is a 35 meter foot drop 35 foot drop uh, and they all jump off it naked and for guys who claim to have been jumping off this rock quite a lot they have all got truly appalling jumping <laughs> technique yeah, terrible I mean, diving form all of them are just really <laughs> off the rails Chris Rock uh, he goes down he, he sort of takes a front on like he almost belly flops but he puts his limbs up in front of him to stop himself from doing that if you're doing like that infant, from a, on a 35 foot like drop you dropped an infant and the infant didn't turn in any way shape or yeah. form before they hit the water if you have a 30 like a, or a dog <laughs> one of those but he certainly wasn't onto it. And uh, and then who's, who jumps next? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler goes with a wide-legged approach, which is insane. It's a 35-foot drop. He'd be lucky not to shatter a couple of shin bones with that sort of fucking laissez-faire attitude to those drops. You will literally tear yourself a new asshole, son. You David can't be diving David Spade like proceeds to show reckless disregard for his tailbone as he lunges from the rock, <laughs> hurtling towards the water at a rate of knots. For landing squarely on his... Is this your coccyx? <laughs> I think it is. I'm yeah. pretty sure it and is. And then Kevin James, still wearing his shoes for who knows what reason, towel around his, no- his mm. neck, yells out, Mama. He also goes for an open-legged approach and lands on top of David's spade, which would break his <laughs> neck and possibly damage Kevin James's pelvis. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> While these are all reckless jumps, they all seem to get away with it just fine, uh, which is a miracle if you ask me. And I think that in the first movie, as evidenced by the technique in the second movie, Steve Buscemi's character, Wiley, probably had to jump off something high. And through whatever stupid fucking technique he used, because they're all morons, he fucking threw his body out in that specific way. Um Maybe Chris Rock gave him a fright. He hid behind a bush and he went, boo! And then he went, ah! And, uh, <laughs> and then that's the injury he got. And he just has always begrudged Chris Rock for that. Um, and that is the Steve, Steve Buscemi the mystery Steve tour. Mystery. Oh, I don't know how to fit all those symbols <laughs> into that tune. What's the next thing? Yeah, look at you coming around to the notepad. Well, it's because I drifted, I'll admit, when you were talking just before. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, we said some really interesting shit while the movie was playing. Yeah. And you would have captured some of them, which is why this just looks <laughs> mental to me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, would you want to do, do a Patty Schwartz party time quickly? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes, 
Patty Schwartz, party time. Patty Schwartz, party time. Party time. Uh, so you can host this one because you told me about this picture. You caught oh, me yeah, onto okay. it. So it's, um, I think someone actually on the Facebook group page, whatever it is, our thing, it, uh, they put me onto this, I think. Mm-hmm. Or someone mm-hmm. tweeted me, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a picture of Arnie, and it, the photo looks to be 20 years old. Yeah. Well, yeah, about 20 years old. No, I'd say, that would seeing, well. seeing as Patty's, no, he's turning 21, so it would probably oh, be like, shit. it probably looks like maybe four, five, which would make it, what, like 15, 15, four, 15 okay. years old. So a 15-year-old photo of Arnold Schwarzenegger at a urinal in a bar with his two sons. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've had a lot of attention on how old the... F- Anywho. <coughs> it could, in fairness to, to Arnie, this could be about... It could just be a some sort of other restroom. Like, it could be a gym, a public swimming pool. Uh, like a YMCA. Could be a urinal in a mall. That could be at a sort of a fair or in a community hall. Probably not a church. <laughs> Churches would look like that. If it, had a, if it was like a church school. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, school. Could be at the kid's school. Arnie is looking down, <laughs> seemingly, at yeah. his son's, what do you say, genitals? He says penis, mate. <laughs> that. Yeah. You, his what, penis. Don't be afraid to say the word penis. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of us have them, Tim. Penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, so he's posted this photo. Yeah. Arnie, Arnie's posted this photo. <laughs> Arnie, sorry, posted this photo, and what he said to his son was, "Happy birthday to a great son who has grown into a great man, Patrick Schwarzenegger. I'm so proud of you and love you." Hashtag TBT. It stands for Throwback Thursday. Oh, Throwback Thursday. Yeah. Um, and this very earnest and heartfelt message. It's a lovely message from Arnie. Arnie's a real nice guy, and uh, and accordingly, I looked up Patrick Schwarzenegger, Pat, Patrick Schwarzenegger's Twitter feed, uh, and Patty was—he looks like a cool guy. He looks like he's got a great life. He's like—he seems awesome. And so, happy birthday, Patty! Happy birthday, um, Patty! Like he's like there are all these cool photos of him with his friends, just doing awesome stuff. I'm pretty sure he lives in LA. He must live in LA, of course he does. And it looks g- g- kick ass. <laughs> Do you want to be Patty Schwartz? I don't want to be Patty Schwartz, but I'd hang out with him for a weekend for sure. <laughs> You're going to all these dope parties. They're driving these cars around. He's doing all these shoot, these modeling shoots for Tom Ford. Shit. He's, this kid's 20. He just turned 21. Jesus. It's just like, boom. And so like, whenever he shows, I, I guess whenever he shows up at his friend's house, everyone's just hanging out, usually on a Saturday night, like, oh man, this party's kind of okay, but it's missing something. <laughs> Well, and then Patty Schwartz Yeah, and, then, and then Patty Schwartz comes bursting through and he goes, he waits for them, he waits for them to say this. So he's sort of I just hanging out. This is going. He's kind of hanging out. I know where this is going. Outside the party waiting for his entrance point. And then... And then whenever the friends say, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I can really... <laughs> I can't quite put my finger on it, but this party's missing something. He comes in and he goes... It's party sports, party time. Hey, party sports, party time. It's party time with party sports, party time. Yeah, I'm 21. Let's drink tequila in Las Vegas. I'm party sports. It's party time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Shit, yeah, man. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I, man. Oh, man. Um, in some view, okay, so I'm going to start reading the small print on your notebook now. <laughs> the mother of Braden Higgins doesn't tell David Spade he has a child for 17 years, holds on to the information until the Braden is on a train from Florida, <laughs> then calls David to tell him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. The, the real point behind that, underpinning that thought, was that. David Spade, following the logic of this movie, would have to have been told at some point that his, his son's coming to visit, and he goes, yep, awesome, and just hung up the phone and didn't ask for any more details. So the phone call must have been like, hey, David, you've got a son. It's going to be at the train station in a week. And he's like, okay, awesome, boom, hangs up the phone. <laughs> the reason why this has to be true is because the the way that the movie has presented the evidence of what David Spade knows, there's no like room for confusion here. This is the only possible way that that phone call happened. Yeah. Because he knows that he's got a son, but absolutely nothing else. But he doesn't he's, he's finding a out single the, other yeah, He's finding the information out as the audience are also finding the information out. He's going... What? Who? Who are you? Hiccups McGee? He's like, what? Oh, I have a kid I don't know about with Hiccups McGee. So his memory, like, so Higgins had to like get this phone call out of the blue, <laughs> ringing on his wall in his house, picks it up. Hey, you, Brent Higgins? <laughs> oh, you've got a son. <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Walks out of the room, just leaves. That's right. So he shows up. Tr- yeah. It's just insane. It's, it's insane. You, it's so reckless from who, David Spade. Like who would deal with that situation? And his like mum. Um, Who's who is dealing with that situation like that? You know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no bad. Yeah, I am curious about that. So it's, it's ludicrous. And so Braden is just the porn in this weird game. These two former lovers are playing. Is told you're going on a train from Florida to Connecticut or wherever. Why is that? You mean you did? Okay. <laughs> me go. <laughs> yeah, me go. No go. Stay. <laughs> you have to go. Okay. <laughs> me go. Summertime. <laughs> uh, and so he just gets on a train. It's like not- what you were talking about before, man. No one else on earth would understand what you were just fucking saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just throwing random <laughs> words around. <laughs> What you're saying right now resembles the Enigma code, <laughs> and I am like that guy who cracked it. <laughs> we're a, we're a team. We're a team. Cheers. <laughs> we just bump microphones. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, what else we got? I told you I'd do a real good... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Clint Eastwood impression. You should. <laughs> While Tim was doing all the tech stuff before the um before the podcast, I was just watching a clip of Dirty Harry, the Do You Feel Lucky Punk speech. Because I've always wanted to be, I started wanting to say it to people, but I don't know the quote, so I had to watch the clip. I want to paint you a picture, folks. As guys telling you that, preparing to do this, this performance for you, <laughs> he's sipping, just sipping his ice water and at the moment he's wearing like a long sleeve skivvy and he could not look like a bigger fuckwit. C-grade actor preparing for some role that he doesn't really need oh. but he kind of wants. So I thought. Okay, my throat is a little scratchy, so in the lower registers of Clint <laughs> rage, uh, please bear that in mind. I may not be able to hit the note uh, this evening. Okay. But rest assured, this is going to be completely underwhelming. I can barely remember watching the clip earlier, <laughs> um, but I'm just going to do a really hammy Clint Eastwood. Okay, cool man. Uh huh. I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kind of lost track myself. But thing is, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world. It will blow your head clean off. <laughs> you can ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? <laughs> Got a little bit Al Pacino at the end there, I thought. It was not a bad effort at all, bro. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It was real good. There were bits. I lost it a little bit, but there were moments when I was hitting them. Do you know that's pretty much time? <laughs> I think. Seriously? <laughs> it's been 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's been 27 minutes. About that. Oh, that's crazy. I think a little less. Or should we ram in our shining lights? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. The, do- the document has dominated this fucking podcast. I'm sorry for that. Oh. Unless you've liked oh, it. Oh, God. I think it's been pretty good fun. <laughs> okay. Shining light. Shining light. You had a very funny one. Here's mine. So, let me set the scene for you all. <laughs> Adam Sandler's daughter is at her school's ballet recital in the big town school hall. And it looks like it can fit. 1500 people and it's pretty packed out the parents were there and the kids are about to perform and against the back wall are the cops and Higgins and uh, all the all of Adam's friends all of the buddies if you look behind Peter Dante's head who is the co-police person next to Shaq Officer Dante yeah if you look above his head, there's a photo <laughs> of like six kids and a, and a woman figure who you're supposed to assume is like a mum or a teacher. 
just what, above what, his head what's, and shot. What's the mise-en-scene of the photo? It's arranged kind of like almost a poster for a musical. They're yeah. all in a V formation coming towards the camera. So do you... Do you From memory, <laughs> it might not exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but do you think that the poster was like a, a poster for a school performance maybe or something? Like a, for, oh, dude, for, I, I've got to rush through this, okay? <laughs> so my shining... Because there's something really important I need to get to. Okay. Well, you cannot let me forget this. Well, you've got to go for it. <laughs> oh my God, this will change lives. But you have to give your shining light real quick. So okay. I'll finish mine. So that photo, I reckon, is the family of like an executive producer or something in the film. <laughs> That's my theory. That really took me. That was my shining light. Go. Okay. Mine was um, Adam Sandler's line uh, when he's like playing defender against his son kicking. He goes... I'm a crazy linebacker. Give me that football. And while running towards his son, it's just—it's probably just a funny little ad lib. I think it's genuinely a funny moment from Sandler in the movie. Uh, full credit to the guy. <laughs> I think he really nailed that one. And um, that was my shining light. Now do your important thing. <laughs> so do you remember a certain conversation that we had while the movie was on about people getting vaporized if they're <laughs> exposed to moonlight outside of the ice cream parlor or a house? Yes, I, I remember that very well. It's, <laughs> I mean, there's quite a big concept to introduce on the back end of the podcast, but we're just going to go yeah, over gonna, time. We're, we're just going to riff this one through. Oh, we've got to wrap up. No, we've got we we to just get it out I there. I guess I can't just throw no, it. Yeah. While the momentum's there. That made up that sentence and not explain it a bit. We, we're sorry for going over time. If you have to pause this and you know, go and do something else and come back and take the last six minutes later, that's okay. If you usually listen to it for a set amount of time and then you have to start doing the task, like if it's exactly the amount of time it takes for your bus or your bike ride to work or whatever. The tone of the movie changes <laughs> when they're at the ice cream parlor at night. <laughs> and I think that it's one of those movies where it becomes a completely different genre. But they've just done it so well that no one's kind of picked up on it. Okay. So you're going to need to explain this so further. Bumped his date with Charlotte. Yeah, at the ice cream parlor. At the ice cream parlor. So it's Things nice. are going great. Yeah, they're going pretty well until <laughs> until a frog turns up. <laughs> yeah. A freaky looking little frog. <laughs> it's so, for people who haven't seen the movie, it's so hard to tell what is coming up because we're a bit tired, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Or if it's actually in the movie. Like, if we're making it up or not. The frog? Yeah. The frog's in the movie. I know. But, like... <laughs> well, this, this, the stuff that we're saying is as ridiculous <laughs> as the movie is, in a way. Like, it's hard to discern. Yeah. Well, if you start looking for a line between what's more ridiculous between this podcast and the fact someone made this movie, to, things get pretty freaking crazy. <laughs> oh, that is a grey, blurry line. Oh, wow. You are the dyed... Die as a hero would live long enough to see yourself become the villain, eh? That's right. That's a Batman reference. Are we going to do this vaporizing thing? Let's do it. So the tone of the movie changed. So they're at the ice, at the ice, ice cream parlor. And uh, it's also where, um, to, to, what's the hot girl's name at school? Nancy, Nancy Arbuckle, Arbuckle turns up to get some ice creams off Greg Fader. And anyway, the tone really changed for me. Things started getting real dark real bleak <laughs> yeah and from it kind of started morphing into like a terror sci-fi kind of thing so then i started thinking about it and i arrived somehow at the conclusion that everyone and just in this town where grown-ups to a set in connecticut um if you're out after sunset 
and you're not in like a property, like buy a house or at the ice cream parlor only, if you're anywhere else that aren't those two locations, you get vaporized <laughs> by the, by, by the moonlight. The, the moonlight thing came later as I tried to uh-huh. kind of retrofit <laughs> I see. something okay. on top of it. Okay. Yeah. The original idea was well, that they just, the atmosphere just yeah. destroys them. So people all over, just people in public spaces would just be vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, because so so you, so you proposed this to me, right? Yeah. And I was like, that is insane. This doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You did. You said that out loud like, many times. Like several times to you, I said, you've lost it. And then uh, we arrived at the party scene and uh, someone Hayek was like telling Adam Sandler she was pregnant. And then the guests arrived and she was like... I guess they're here <laughs> and you in like full earnest with doe eyes were like why is he how they got there <laughs> well, it's like, well, I don't know how that what do you say I don't know how that fucking happened <laughs> do you remember that yes <laughs> what were your exact words I, I think I said I think I said well how the fuck did that happen that would have been vaporized by the moonlight <laughs> that's right and when you said that in full earnest I was like oh holy shit he believes in this thing <laughs> And that was just amazing to me. And so then from there forth, I completely understood what you were going for and watched the movie with exactly the same perspective. And it is awesome. We've got to wrap up the podcast and I feel like we're on such thin ice doing this one after doing episode 29. Prawn salad. <laughs> it's it's a famous ep. Yeah. The other thing is... Um, oh, oh. <laughs> He's referred back to the document, folks, just for those who can't see. I was going to say, um, I had an idea for episode 33. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. Yes. It's called the, uh, I don't really know where this came from. And I don't think it's a very good idea, especially to say it out loud. <laughs> and if this goes to see the light of day. No, no, no. anyway, it's called um, the Bubble Bath Special. <laughs> we watch the movie in a bubble bath <laughs> but on stage oh yeah no that was a different idea that was <laughs> if we wanted to do sort of a charity fundraiser uh-huh. we'd do it on stage and, but, but you you said bubble bath either way though at the time yeah so it sounds insane now I don't, I don't, like, I don't know about it. I said you in the podcast on a bum note but I can't really throw my full conviction behind that idea these are the ramblings of, of someone who is losing their grip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel like you've just Blair Witched the last <laughs> bit of the podcast. We've just... A guy's gone absolutely insane and fully snapped but we don't know whether it's a really clever construction or if we're being incredibly voyeuristic by watching the footage. Um, like you, you, you're gone, mate. <laughs> you're out of here. No, I'm. I'm like, I gotta say, you know, it's at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at the viewing. And I gotta say, that's probably one of the more enjoyable viewings I've had recently. I really enjoyed watching the movie with you, Tim. Uh, I thought we had a good laugh. We came up with some pretty interesting ideas. <laughs> sort of that's how I feel about the project at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it was a good night's work for us. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I like that. Um, all right, well, we're over time by quite a lot. So, so bye. See you later. Thank you for listening. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.